ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Time now for a special ESPN Wisconsin presentation. I had to make an incredibly difficult decision today for changing leadership of our football program. I feel like I can take this opportunity and help this place grow. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I didn't think I'd have to work today. Here we are, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, a special Sunday edition as the University of Wisconsin has officially announced the firing of head coach Paul Christ following yesterday's 34-10 loss to the Illinois Fighting Illini at Camp Randall Stadium. We said it yesterday, it was embarrassing, it was flat-out disgusting. And Athletic Director Chris McIntosh says, yeah, you're correct. As Paul Christ officially dismissed as the head coach of the University of Wisconsin following an eight-year tenure. How you doing, everybody? Hope you're having a fabulous Sunday evening. After that, Packers win, you should be. I'm Alex Strofe with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Excited to be joined in studio by my friend Jim Rutledge, who you hear weekdays 2 to 4 on 100.5 ESPN on Rutledge and Hamilton. Uh, Jimbo, uh, I'm a little surprised it happened now. I'm not completely surprised it happened. I'm just surprised it happened on October 2nd. Why are you surprised? You know, Ben Bruss carries a lot of weight. Yeah, and yeah. when Ben Bruss is mad, <laughs> Chris McIntosh listens. The two former athletes at Wisconsin have that connect. And Max said, if Ben Bruss is upset, well, I got to move on from uh, Paul Christ. No doubt. It's a bummer of a day. <laughs> I did some man on the street stuff uh, on, on Twitter uh, yesterday after the game. And most of the fans were more sad. They weren't trying to change the program. They were just bummed out, kind of uh, just curious what was happening, why the team looked so bad. But it wasn't this, we need to fire Paul, uh, we need to make some changes sort of stuff. I figured, you know, Paul was having one of those years. You know, Brett Bielema had a 7-6 and six year uh, at Wisconsin in 2008. That was a bad year. There was infighting. The team looked pretty pathetic at times. But a lot of it had to do with the quarterback and just a lot of different things not clicking. And the following year, they started writing the ship. And a couple of years later, they're going to Rose Bowls and everything turned around. So yeah. I figured that was the case here. But Mac made a bold statement. Mac, who played for Barry Alvarez, All-American, starter for Barry Alvarez. He decided that Brett Bielema, you know, coming to Camp Randall, sauntering onto that W and beating the Badgers at Badger football was the last straw. The little conversations I've had with anyone that would be in the know said that this was kind of brewing since Washington State. They yeah. looked flat, Washington State, Ohio State, and Illinois. So this wasn't a one-week or two-week issue. This was a team has looked flat for a while issue. We heard some of the comments from Graham Mertz after the game where, well, how many lines in the sand or how many yeah. times are we going to have to say we have to look ourselves in the mirror before something changes. So... I think these players are, are bummed out, but uh, I talked to a couple people, and, and Derek Engler will talk about this. The team kind of reflects, for young young men like the Badgers, the personality of their coach. And yeah. even if Paul's a great coach, he just didn't necessarily have that, that fire that we've seen from Brett, that we've seen from Barry, and that's not necessarily needed, but I think the whole team kind of just fell into this sort of, 
laid-back persona that Paul had about himself. And I, don't, I think the whole team just lacked urgency and fire, and I think that just happened. I think it surprised Paul that it happened. Yeah, I think you're spot on with that, Jim. He's Jim Rutledge. I'm Alex Strofe. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Your way into the show is the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. It's wide open right now. Get your takes off. Paul Christ fired as the UW head coach. 844-770-3776 is the phone number. One more time, 844-770-3776 is the phone number. Your way into ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're with you until at least 11 o'clock. Ah, who knows? Maybe I'll party till like 3 in the morning if you're really happy Paul Chris got fired. Whatever happens, uh, whatever happens will happen tonight. Uh, excited to be joined now by a guy who was on the 2008 Badgers team who I compared this year's team to yesterday on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day postgame show. I said they lacked urgency. They look like they don't belong in the Big Ten. They look like a team that can't compete. 2008 was similar. We bring in the punter from that team now, my buddy Brad Nortman, who you hear alongside me on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day before and after every Wisconsin football game. Uh, Brad, good to see you regardless of the circumstances. Your reaction to Paul Chris being fired is... Well, it's good to see you guys as well. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty surprised. I really am. Um, I just, what the product we've seen on the field this year has not been good. It has not been the Wisconsin football standard. It hasn't been what we come to expect. It hasn't had the sense of urgency, the grit, the um, just, just everything about Wisconsin football we haven't quite seen there. And I completely expected what you guys were talking about. I, I, I felt like the fire coach Chris apologists were jumping the gun early. I felt like that was not realistic. I, did I didn't too. see it happen. And I felt like it was just a down year. And down years can happen. It can happen when you just need time to rebuild and re, re, restock the coffers and readjust culture and, and honestly humble yourself. Sometimes that's good. And I, I was really surprised. I, I was seeing if we, this, this trend were to continue, he might be fired or at least reevaluated at the end of the year. But I thought it, he'd be given at least one more season. I've got – I tried to avoid anything on social media. I've tried to avoid talking to people. <laughs> and I, I put together a bit of a breakdown, in Uh-oh. my opinion. It's, it's meaty, and there's a lot to unpack. So All right. If I'm if I'm given a few minutes, I, I would I would break it down. The floor a, is yours, few, my friend. Get after guys, it. We're going to start individual level, then go to the team level, go to the university level, and finally the macro college football level. Individual level. I feel for the man. I I've been cut, so I know what this feels like to basically be told, "Here's the door. We're better without you." And it's a terrible feeling. I think that some people forget that this is actually a person that um, he's got a family and he's got insecurities and pain and um there's just a real a real life behind it so just a reminder for people and i'm sure that's what you experienced jim when you talk to people that they were just more surprised and sad and maybe weren't looking for this but this is what happened nonetheless and i've been also a player on teams where the coach got fired mid-season when i played for uh our favorite jacksonville jaguars <laughs> in 2016 gus bradley got fired mid-season yeah and we all loved gus bradley and it was there was nothing fun about it as a player. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. You felt terrible because you felt like you played a role in another man losing his job. So there's nothing fun about it at all. So that's how I feel about that on the individual level. Team level now. 
Look, I still don't think there's any quick fixes. I don't think we're going to see a completely new team take the field the rest of the season. Um, I fully expect Jim Leonard to be the coach long term. I would be shocked if he's not. I think he's one of the reasons why this decision was made so quickly and, and made with some ease because he is clearly talented. Guys respond to him and he is in everything that Wisconsin football is, right? And his his reputation precedes himself and he has been nothing but a bright spot for, for Wisconsin football. So I do expect him to be the long-term coach and I think he will be the right option. I think he's right in today's college football. I think they're going to have a lengthy, robust search. I don't think they're just going to hand him the keys. Yeah, they confirm that tonight. They will. Yep, okay. So um, I don't, uh, I, I think that's right. I don't think he'd want to just be given the job either. Um, but I don't think this is overnight going to be a 10-win college football team that's knocking on the door. I think there's a lot of deeper issues with scheme and talent and recruiting and, and quite honestly, name, image, likeness. This is a whole new college football. Um, on, an, on a university level, I think this was a statement. I think this was a statement by the Ooh. university that mediocrity will not be tolerated, even in the short term. I think that the university and the athletic department is looking at literally realizing all the money that is at stake, literally all the money that that's at stake and they cannot afford to regress. I think the old Wisconsin way that we're all sort of accustomed to and keep it in the family and loyalty and patience, I think it's gone. I think it's totally gone. I think, I mean, there's no more lifetime Badger than Paul Christ. He grew up in Madison, dad coached for the team. He played for the team. He was an assistant coach and a head coach. There is no more Wisconsin guy than Paul Christ. And this is honestly a pretty brutal way to be let go. So anything that we think about brand of loyalty, of patience, of where you're a family, I think that's completely gone. And I think that that reflects my next point. And this is my final point. Macro college football. Guys, we are living in a totally new world. We sure are. I, we, I, every day, college football looks more and more like the NFL. And this is another reflection of it. In what world does a, a Wisconsin head coach get fired midseason? This happens in the NFL. This does not happen in college football. And this especially doesn't happen at Wisconsin. So, I mean, players are being paid now. Super conferences are evolving, expanded playoff. Um, it's all about what have you done for me lately? There's zero loyalty. Um, there's player free agent, AKA transfer portal. Mm -hmm. There's billions of dollars at stake. So guys, this is the, this is a basically the NFL. And one thing I was thinking about, I've been a coach Chris guy this whole time saying, don't fire him patience, all that kind of stuff. You know who else was Gary Ellerson, Chris Orr. We're all former players. Okay, so what do we have in common, right? Well, one is we love Coach Christ, obviously. We do on a personal and professional level. But we are former players with a capital F underline. Our college football experience is not the college football anymore. What we are used to True. and what our expectations are is not the world we're living in. Five years ago is now prehistoric in college football. So things are changing. Things are moving fast. And it's looking more and more like the NFL. And what that, does that mean? That means what have you done for me lately? That means follow the money. That means win at all costs. So is this the right decision? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I think Wisconsin knew they had to move and move fast because the college football landscape is changing fast. And if this wasn't going to happen, something else was going to. So 
That's my take. That was there my last two hours of just trying to process all of this. Now you put it together. I called this show ESPN Wisconsin College Therapy yesterday, Brad. I think that really stands true today as we react to the firing of head coach Paul Chris. Brad Nortman, Alex Strove, Jim Rutledge with you here on a special Sunday edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I thought that was really wonderfully put, Brad. I think you nailed it on, on all four levels. Uh, I, I'm really intrigued, though, in, in one part in, in your soliloquy there, beautifully put soliloquy, What uh, was Jim Leonard. Is he a long-term answer? And I, I referenced him briefly, but I do want to reiterate. Uh, Chris McIntosh, the athletic director, was asked about that at his press conference about an hour ago. He said he owes it to the university to do a deep search for the next head coach. That doesn't mean it's not Jim Leonard. I think it will be Jim Leonard, but he has a lot to prove over the course of the next several games, Jim. I think it's even more than what he needs to prove. I think he needs to figure out, does he want this job? Those who have you know, kind of talked with him recently have said that as the D coordinator, I, I think he you know, has never been happier, has a great work-life balance, really seems to appreciate that. He didn't take the Packers D coordinator job because he didn't want that insecurity, yep. that extra time commitment. He's found a groove here at Wisconsin to be able to be very successful and very happy. He doesn't need the money. He played in the NFL. Now, he might want to do this. He's also young enough that he could say, my kids are still too young. I want to do this in the future. This isn't my job. I, I think that's probably more likely to happen than the Badgers not offering Jim, and I'm not sure either one of those – Happen. I mean, Jim Leonard, you know, the ultimate competitor, walk on to, you know, in the NFL and everything in between that you can't ever question him. But there is a guy in Kansas yep. who won championships at Whitewater, who won at Buffalo, who is winning at Kansas. Nobody wins at Buffalo. Nobody wins at Kansas. It's a basketball school. And Lance Leopold is a a guy that's proven to run a program. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that they should hire him over Leonard. But that's got to be a name that Paul, that Chris has right there as 1B if Jim Leonard decides that maybe I don't want to go. Because, Brad, I think running a college football program is the hardest job in football. Yeah. Different than coaching the NFL, college football program, especially the way you're talking about it now where it's evolved, I don't see a tougher job in football than being the head coach of a college football program, especially in a Power 5 conference. You talk to NFL coaches, and they say the same thing. They're like, you can have recruiting. You can have boosters. You can have all that. I'll, take, I'll just take a bunch of professionals, and I'll take the cutthroat feelings of, of the NFL, and you guys can have all that college football extra that goes into it. I think it's incredibly hard. You have to stay so on it as far as recruiting and continuing as college football evolves. You're dealing with young men who honestly are pretty immature, I, I think it's very hard. I, I think people underestimate how hard it is to be a head college football coach. I would think if you asked Jim Leonard, I think he he did not see this coming. I think this was not – if you were to draw it up, obviously, uh, him and Paul Chris are close. This is not the circumstances by which he would want this. But his timeline, he's had great success as a defensive coordinator, and that's opened up jobs for him. But I think he's enjoyed taking it slow. I think he's enjoyed progressing and being a D coordinator. Totally. It would not surprise me if he got this news and, and is not only the, the personal pit in his stomach for Coach Christ, but the holy crap, this is about five years sooner than yeah. I even <laughs> He's 39 years old. I mean, that is yeah. incredibly young. And yeah, it's a young man's game. I'm just saying he could take this job in six years and still be a very young college football coach. So I, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't want to. I just say that. 
there was a lot that Jim Leonard values. He seems like some people say they value their family and they value that time and they're full of crap. Nobody will tell you that that's Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard is 100% true when he says that his family is the most important thing. You're spot on. And I remember doing a show with him when he retired from the NFL. And Tark, Solid, Derek Engler, who are going to be joining us later, two former Badgers, uh, were on the 94 Rolls Bowl team, played in the NFL. They were kind of talking to him off air, like, hey, you're going to want to coach, you want to do all this. And he kind of said flat out no initially, of like, I, you know, give me some time. I just, you know, I got one more year left in the NFL. That's when we were talking to him. He wanted to play one more year and then see what he wanted to do. But he said that it's time consuming. He played for some great coaches in college and in the NFL. Now he decided he wanted to do it and he found it and made it work for him. But I mean, Every step of the way has been kind of a – it's been a very meteoric rise for Leonard, but each step has been, you know, do I want to do the next thing? He was a secondary coach and then D coordinator, and uh, it's going to be a very thoughtful decision from Leonard if it's offered to him. Yeah, I will say this. He, he talked about it. And, and Brad, I, I, I thought of Jim Leonard when you went on your, your little rant there at the beginning, right? Who's more Wisconsin than Paul Christ? I think Jim Leonard might be the answer, right? Like, that's a guy who's grown up in this program. He talked about the reason he didn't leave was because he loves it here so much, and he hasn't left to take other opportunities, like the defensive coordinator job at, at, with the Green Bay Packers that Jim just referenced, which he was offered last year before they eventually hired Joe Barry. So he's stuck here because he wants to be here. This is his dream job. He now has the opportunity to not only try out for it, but perform in it for several games that mean a lot to this program. This is a team that's been stinky doo doo the, the entirety of this year. Two and three record through five weeks. You need to win six games to be bowl eligible. When was the last time Wisconsin wasn't bowl eligible? It was before Barry Alvarez was the head coach or one of his first years. I don't know off the top of my head, but it was a long time ago. It's before I was born, right? Like this team is still a team that wants to go be bowl eligible, be a bowl team. And Jim Leonard is trying out. He has the perfect opportunity lined up for him to become the next head coach of this football team full term. Yeah, this is his job, I think, if he wants it. And I don't think it's going to be about, for him, yes, the team needs to look like it's got some fire back, but I think he's going to see what that day-to-day is like, but I think he needs to see the rest of the program. Because a head coach, and Brad alluded to it earlier, name and likeness, Jim's going to have to make some tough uh, firings, possibly. That offense, and again, Brad talked about the scheme side of it, that offensive room just looks kind of stale. There could be a lot of names and Al Johnson, Bob Bostad. There could be a lot of offensive coaches moved out. I wonder if Leonard does take the job and he kind of hires what Paul Christ was, yeah. to Brad's point. For most accounts, I mean, Paul Christ was the head coach of the offense under Brett Bielema. And Paul was the OC for the second most successful era in Badger history, which is under Brett Bielema, when Paul left, the offense fell apart. Paul was as much of a part of yeah. what was going on with Wisconsin under Brett Bielema as Brett Bielema, and then Paul comes back and basically has an identical record. So, you know, Leonard's One last got, win. Well, ba- I said basically. Basically, like but not, not quite. Like, not quite. like is not is. Yeah, thanks to Brett If for he would have won yesterday, they're tied. But eh, that didn't happen, and now he won't have a chance to to tie him. Jim Rutledge, Alex Strofe, Brad Norman with you. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Your way into the show, 844-770-3776. I will say I was alive the last time Wisconsin didn't make a bowl game. That was 2001, which means the Wisconsin bowl streak can almost drink alcohol legally if they make one this year. That's 21 <laughs> straight years if they're able to turn it around following a 2-3 and three start, which lands Paul Christ on the unemployment line, fired 
as the head coach of the University of Wisconsin earlier today. Stick with us. We're with you until at least 11 o'clock. Brad Norman's back with us on the other side. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day reacting to the firing of Paul Christ. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day presented by Coors Light. Breaking news on ESPN Madison is presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. I think it, like, I mean, Coach said it, he hit the nail on the head during halftime. You got it, you got to draw the line in the sand at some point. Like, like what are you going to do about it? Um, and I, I think that the line's been drawn and, and gone through it about ten times now. So we got we got to do something different as captains on this team, and, and we will. So we got to we got to attack it, attack it head on. Badgers quarterback Graham Mertz yesterday after the 34 to 10 loss to Illinois. We got to be better as captains. We got to draw a line in the sand. Wisconsin Athletic Director Chris McIntosh draws that line today, Sunday, October 2nd, and fires head coach Paul Christ after eight years of service to the University of Wisconsin. It's a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Jim Rutledge, Brad Nortman with me live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. As mentioned, we are brewed by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day or the day after game day, choose the beer that is as cold as the Rockies. Cold filtered, cold lagered, and cold packaged for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Uh, we go back to Brad Nortman now, who's with us for a couple more minutes. Brad, uh, you, you broke it down on every level, right? You, you, you broke it down on the university level, on the college football at large level at the team level, when you hear Graham Mertz comments yesterday, 24 hours after the fact of the loss, and now after the firing of head coach, uh, what you mentioned you know, when you were in Jacksonville, you had a head coach fired. What do you think that locker room is like? I, I assume they're not in there tonight, but tomorrow when they all get together for practice, what's, what's the message in the locker room amongst those captains and players? I think there's going to be an initial gut punch. I think they're going to feel terrible. I think they're going to feel like they played a role in it. And I don't mean this to sound harsh, but they did. And just like how my team couldn't perform good enough in 2016 Jacksonville, and it resulted in Gus Bradley being fired, you do because it's the ultimate team sport. It's the ultimate cooperation sport, and you all need to be doing your part. And when one of you aren't, and collectively you guys aren't, this is the kind of thing that happens. And it results in... Coaches getting fired, players getting benched, and the NFL players getting cut. So that's just the cutthroat business that we live in. So I think they're going to be pretty shocked. I guarantee they're shocked tonight. I think tomorrow there is there you'll be able to hear a pin drop in that team meeting. I think I think Jim Leonard, Coach Leonard, well, head coach Jim Leonard, head coach Jim stand. Leonard, yeah, head coach Jim Leonard will take the stand. And I think everything I know about. Um, Jim Leonard on a personal level and a professional level played against him in the NFL. Um, we have a good relationship. He, uh, exactly what Jim has said. He's honest. He's down to earth. Um, he's going to be a great head coach to play for. I truly believe that. I think you've seen the defense respond. Listen to that. I think the defensive players love playing for coach Leonard. 
I've heard nothing but good things. So he's going to be honest. He's going to say all the right things. He's going to probably put a little bit of his heart on the table too. He's going to say something in the effect of, look, I, I don't want this. I love Paul Chris, um, but I'm going to lead you guys. And, and we're going to, we're going to show the big 10. We're going to show all these doubters who we are. And we're going to talk about this a bit next week's Strove. But if there's ever a team to go out and lay the hammer on in their place, it's Northwestern. Because what do we know about North- Northwestern? Northwestern, there is no juice in that stadium. None. You can be lulled to sleep very easily. So we will see if there's an internal fire burning in, in the Badger players. So I think it's going to be a hard week. I think it's going to be a challenge. Um, there's a ton of emotions. But I think that it's going to be a hungry team the rest of the year. I think it's, they're going to be hungry this yeah. upcoming week. With that, uh, how much do you think how flat this team looked kind of played into this? And I don't know you know, whether that's back in the locker room. But obviously this wasn't a one-game decision. They had been seeing this for a while. And it does seem like you know the players took on the personality of Paul. And it's unquestionably everyone says they love Paul, Chris. We're going to have Tark and Derek on. Later, I talked to Derek on the phone. He said, I love Paul Chris. I'll come on the air and say that. I love him. But there is an element, and the names like uh, Norv Turner and Brad Childress come to mind, really good guys, really good coordinators, not head coaches. Yeah. And I I wonder if there's um, an element to that with this move that maybe Max saw that for everything that Paul Chris is, and, and Brad, you touched on this earlier with, hey, we can't be loyal to a fault. And for everything Paul Chris means to Wisconsin, and you know Paul is Wisconsin football, that sometimes you just have to say this: this guy isn't the leader of men in today's football, and he could be a brilliant offensive mind, but still not be the one to lead a program. And I, I think that's something that Mac probably took into to balance. Uh, do you think that's the case, Brad? I think it plays a role. I think for this kind of move midseason, I think there's a lot going on. I think there's something deeper potentially going on. Um, I think it's easy to think that um, we have to remember that he had a lot of success in, in those early years, even, you know, four or five years ago, I think even three pre COVID, this was, would have been utterly shocking for this to happen. Yeah. So I think he's capable as a head coach, but in the same way, that a certain coach can be right for a certain set of players. For instance, if you're a head coach who's very player friendly, but you have a bunch of mature veterans on your team, that can work out really well. However, you can also be player friendly and have a bunch of immature, unprepared people, and it can be an utter disaster. So I think Coach Chris's demeanor, the same demeanor that maybe um, we're looking at and saying, where's the fire, where's the energy? Well, that same stability was there five, six years ago. He just had a room full of very mature, talented players. That's why I don't think you can divorce this whole idea that it's all on Coach Chris. I think it, it's it's deeper than that. I think it's the type of players that we have, and I think it's recruiting and talent, and are we putting the players in the right situation? So um, maybe his demeanor and his approach wasn't right for this team, and it wasn't right for the last couple of years. And I got to say, for for Mac to make the decision he did first year as an AD, he must have had some conviction about it, and he must have looked at it and said, "Look, this is where we're headed. This is what we need. 
And uh, I'm excited to see how the program responds. Yeah, the very beginning of year two for Chris McIntosh. I think he started July 1 of, of 21. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Brad. He, he's got some cojones for making that move as quickly as he did. 844-770-3776 is the old National Bank talking text line that's your way into the show. Before we let Brad Nortman go, let's get to some of your phone calls. Keep those coming as well. 844-770-3776 is your way in. Z in the D. Zach in the Dells. You're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Break it down for us, buddy. What you got? Howdy doody. That's uh, what I gotta say in this intro. Not as my normal one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to get we need to get younger. Today's age of kids, their attention span is very short. I think we need to get a younger guy in there. I think Jimmy Leonard's a great cue for this time being. Um, if you look at just across the nation, you look at the Tennessee coach. He's like forty three years old. You look at Iowa State. His coach is at, he's forty two years old. Lincoln Riley at USC, before that he was at Oklahoma, he's like 39 years old. I think the way to look at it, Wisconsin needs to get younger. They need to bring a guy that has how to get into the NFL. Um, I think they just need to boost some areas. And you got to look at it this way. Paul Chris, a lot of those guys were guys that he brought in. It wasn't like he was taking on Gary Anderson's players or another guy's coach's players. Mm-hmm. Those are A lot of those guys were guys that he recruited or guys that in his system that recruited for him. And they're just not doing the job for him. So maybe his recruiting base coaches weren't the best for him. And that's something he had to take a look into. And he didn't really do that well enough. And I just think right now is the time to move on. I would have loved him to stay. I think Paul Chris, leave, uh, again, fired halfway through the season is not ideal. But something had to change. Because if we don't make a bowl this year, nor if we go 7-6 and six or 6-7 six and seven and still make a bowl, it's not going to be looking good for the recruiting, and it's not going to look good for the next head coach who won't get the ideal recruits to come to this Wisconsin team because they're going to be like, Wisconsin isn't a good team anymore, and they're going to be like, oh, I want to go to Michigan State where the former director of recruiting is now at, or go to Minnesota where P.J. Fleck, and P.J. Fleck is only 42 years old. Everyone thinks that he's older than that. He's only 42 years old, and he's bringing a program that's, been in the dumps. I mean, they've only had five winning seasons or five nine win seasons since 1905, and he's got most of them. So, you know, so, another one. Thanks, thanks for calling that. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Brett Bielema, after the game in the press conference, referenced the recruiting side of things and said, I think there's a couple guys in the state of Illinois that probably noticed this game specifically referencing two defensive linemen in the state of Illinois that have committed to Wisconsin that Illinois is coming after. So there is always an urgency to Brad's point. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, Bielema is referring to that, this was not this was the nail in the coffin. The coffin already had plenty of nails in it. But I, I don't think again, not an emotional gotta do it now. But to have Brett come here, beat you at yeah. Badger football, yeah. and then basically call a shot with recruits afterwards, and most importantly, the quotes when the players said, and this is why I went back to the, the – and the team's been kind of going this way for a while. Paul had the mojo for a while, and I don't know what happened. But when he said – when the players say, Paul Christ told us at halftime, we've got to draw a line in the – you know, the blank and sand, and everyone's going to be all upset and everyone's all riled up. Like, now's your time to define yourself, and you go out there and just get embarrassed. Um, I, I think that speaks a lot. I think that part did matter to Mac that Paul gives us impassioned speech and the team comes out flatter than ever. Yeah. And that's not nothing. When you kind of factor in the COVID year was meh, the year after last year last was, year was rough. And, and so I think last year and the COVID year were those seven and six years for Brett. 
You know, we talked about it earlier, that 2008, yeah. and then Brett brought it back. I think this was the year that Paul had to bring it back. I think Mac had this all on a faster timeline than the rest of us did. I think he said that, hey, no, Paul's already had his downtime. This is the year to turn the corner, and they didn't. And they certainly have not. Two and three through five games, including back-to-back Big Ten losses against Ohio State in an absolute drubbing, an embarrassing performance yesterday against Illinois. One thing I'll see in the D's call, I want to get your thoughts on, Brad, before we let you go, was he brought up these recruits, right? The last two years have been some of the highest-recruited or highest-ranked recruiting classes in the history of the University of Wisconsin, and these have been the, the results. But you mentioned it earlier. We are in a brand-new landscape of college football. It's free agency. The transfer portal plays a very, very big role in college football now. When a head coach is fired, that means a lot of those highly recruited guys that came to play for you, as in Paul Christ, might find the exit door and get out of Wisconsin. Brad, your response to that before we let you go. Well, and that's why I think Jim Leonard is such a good fit. I think how how much of a blessing of it is it to have a guy like Jim Leonard who has – understands Wisconsin football. He is born and bred here. He, the walk-on culture, he played in the NFL. He holds the respect of everybody in the room. That His presence there might be enough to keep the talent in the room. And maybe the, with that recruiting class over the last couple of years, we just haven't had time for it to blossom. And maybe in a couple of years it does. Having Jim in the room, someone they're comfortable with, might be enough for them to stay. And I, I'm excited to see what Coach Leonard does with him. I think um, again, assuming he is the coach for the long term, I, I agree with the caller. I mean, so sometimes it's just a change of pace is good. Sometimes it's healthy. I, I'm not sure we can go back and pinpoint any specific reason and say, yo, yep, this is exactly what happened dating back two years ago, and this is the result. I think there's a lot of factors happening in college football in Wisconsin, um, maybe maybe with, with how players are responding to Coach Chris. Maybe it's recruiting. I think there's a lot going on, and I think time for a fresh start. But with someone where the program is already comfortable with and he's already comfortable with it, we can hit the ground running. I think that might prevent a bit of an exodus. And, mm. gosh, the recruiting side, it's just you cannot let up. You cannot have a couple classes that do not pan out. You can become irrelevant so quickly. That's the thing that I can't believe with totally. like Saban and all those guys. He just keeps pounding out recruiting classes and it's not easy because you you fall back for a couple of years and bam, you're on a lack of talent and it's just hard. It's hard to do it. It's a hard job, but that's why they get paid the big bucks and that's why there's only a few of them out there that are excellent and elite. Expert analysis. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Brad Norton. Uh, we appreciate the time. I think you might be, and we're streaming live video, by the way. If you're listening on the radio side want to watch us, we're live on video at ESPN Milwaukee, at ESPN Madison on Twitter, and also on Facebook at ESPN Madison. Brad, I think, are you wearing a bathrobe tonight? Is that what's going on there? No, this is a Wisconsin shirt. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is, I was already wearing this before all this came out. So oh, maybe this oh. is like, maybe this is like bringing it up to this. For those who are listening, it's Wisconsin Rose Bowl sweatshirt for my Rose Bowl years and maybe maybe that's just what we the Badger fans needed tonight just maybe. a little bit of a reminder of of what the program is and expectations and what we can and will be Brad we appreciate the heck out of you we'll talk to you next Saturday before Wisconsin Northwestern on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day have a good rest of your night pal appreciate it Thanks for having me, guys. Bye-bye. Tarek Sala, Derek Angler. You hear them every Monday night alongside me on the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia. We're getting the reaction to Paul Chris firing a night early. They'll join us next together 
The the four amigos, they call us, Jim. You used to host the show with them. Now I host the show with them, and they're going to join both of us. It's kind of a, a beautiful circle of life here with uh, with Paul Chris being fired. I think I logged like 14 years with those guys, so yeah. Uh, circle of life. Yeah, we'll can't s- shake them. Can't shake them. Stop doing a show, and then Badgers fire Paul Christ, and here I am. Yeah, here you are, indeed. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Derek Angler, Tarek Sala, join us next as we continue the reaction to Wisconsin firing head coach Paul Christ. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. Breaking news on ESPN Madison is presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. Hey, Chris, Alex Grove for the ESPN Madison. What did you see this season that, that led you to think an in-season change was the right move here? Yeah, I, I think, you know, this isn't uh, certainly not a decision that's taken lightly. It's not a game-by-game decision. Uh, this is a decision that's based upon where we're at as a program. And, um, you know, I, I think it's important to make a decision uh, when I feel it's r- the right time, w- w- given the circumstances of where we're at as a program right now. And so um, it's a tough time to make a transition, um, but I felt it was the right time. and, and um, that's what led me to it. That's Wisconsin Athletic Director Chris McIntosh earlier tonight following the firing of Wisconsin head coach Paul Christ after eight seasons at the helm of the program. A two and three start is where McIntosh draws the metaphorical line in the sand, axed Paul Christ earlier today. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day with you on your Sunday night. Alex Strofe, Jim Rutledge with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Uh, excited to be joined now by the dynamic duo of ESPN Madison. You hear him every Monday night on the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. Tarek Sala and Derek Angler join us now here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Derek, let's start with you. Your reaction to Paul Chris being fired after five games this season is? Whoa, sad day. Yeah. Sad day. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's really it's really tough to um, to really – think about, you know, we, we haven't gone through this. I mean, we're talking Don Morton years, you know, um, and we had a, we, yesterday, you know, we had uh, a brotherhood alumni event, a lot of guys that came back, um, that actually, uh, knew about the, the Don Morton years and, um, they were really concerned about the trend of where this program was going. Now, that being said, Paul Chris, what he did and his success here was unbelievable. I mean, it was just, I mean, we all read about it. I mean, it was right there with Bielema. Same amount of years, same amount of wins, you know, so on and so forth. Maybe not the Rose Bowls, but I I, I, got to tell you, when you got two yards rushing, against University of Illinois and your former coach, um, it, you know, it, 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 it was as bad as it gets yesterday. And Chris McIntosh, former teammate, good friend, um, made a really difficult decision. These are big boy pants now. And a $16 million buyout, um, 
you know, uh, but college football today, if you don't make a quick decision and pivot, you're, you're losing. And, um, you know, I, 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 I hope and I pray that this was the right decision. Um, I, I, I got to believe that, you know, um, Chris obviously did a lot of thought process through, through all this, but, um, you know, if anybody in the white elephant in the room is, you know, a team takes on the personality, especially 19, 20 year olds of their head coach. And, 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 and I did not see, I have not seen fire. I've not seen energy. I've seen nothing. And it is, it's just, it, it, it's really, really tough because I, I love I'm a I'm a huge PC fan. Who isn't? Yeah. He's a great man. But you know, this is big business and you gotta win. And you don't you can't lose to Illinois or Washington State. You just can't. You just can't. Can't do that as a Big Ten team. You're absolutely right. That's Derek Angler. Let's go to Tarek Sala now uh, with his reaction. Tarek, of course, the all-time sacks leader at the University of Wisconsin. Tarek, your reaction to Paul Chris' dismissal. Tarek, if if the truth... Here we go. Tarek, if the truth kills a man... Let him die. That's what my old coach used to say. I was with the Carolina Panthers, you know, and he said, said, the eye in the sky doesn't lie that, that's the uh that's the film right the film doesn't lie so totally agree listen on one hand paul chris is one of the best human beings out there he's such a kind person you know i remember i brought uh our nfl alumni charity had a family that that, that bought a, a you know an auction item you know to have a badger experience and part of it was practice and Paul made them feel like part of the team. I mean, he is such a good human being, and and he's a loyal Badger. He he brought us back from a point where, you know, the the culture was dying. You know, and it, and I'm not here to disparage Gary Anderson, but it wasn't in line with what we were supposed to do. And Paul brought us back, and and then before that, he he was unbelievable with the quarterbacks that he developed and the teams that he developed, and and he's. The, the contribution to the Badger program is really priceless. But to Derek's point, today and in in what was going on and whether, I don't know, it he was jaded or what happened, it was he, he got tired. And, and I'm, that, that's my only my opinion. I don't, I don't think he was tired. He loves football. He, 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 he could be studying film forever. Like I would keep him as like the quarterback coach or the, you know, some analyst, but it was just, as far as running the program, it, the program was not heading the right direction. It was really let's, frustrating. Let's be real here. It since was time 2017. to go. Since, I mean, 2017 was really, I mean, we go, yeah, we went through COVID, right? Everybody yeah. did, but that was it. I mean, that, uh, we, you know, we, we were competitive against Ohio state in that big 10 championship. Um, you know, there was a time Ohio State ninety two to two thousand four were five five and one against Ohio State. We beat them in two thousand ten, number one team in the country at the camp. 
Okay, and 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 then we, yeah, we lost a couple overtime games in between, and we were competitive. Since 2017, we've done nothing. Yeah, we we don't have a very good record against ranked opponents. No, we don't. We, you know, struggle at home. We don't struggle at home against a, an inferior opponent. You know, an underdog. It just doesn't happen that way. The I'll I'll, I'll dive even deeper. I'll tell you this now. Our quarterback is as good as he's going to play, okay? And we don't have anybody behind him competing. There's no pace of play in our offense. There's nothing that we're going to be able to do to create an option. We are I mean, let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. I mean, you know, I don't care. Put nine guys in the box. Who cares? We're Wisconsin. We have the best offensive line year in, year out. We're supposed to, Right. Stop. We, we right. just can't do that anymore. Well, I don't think we're going to be able to run. You know, it, it, Paul. Paul said himself, "You got to beat the guy across from you." But Derek, you, if you have nine guys in the box, are you really asking in this day and age to run? I'll get my old. Over? I'll get yeah. I'll get my old man pants off here in a second here. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but hey, to, to, to Derek's, I, I, you hey, run him over. To Derek's point. <laughs> The Patriots couldn't throw the ball today against Green Bay, and they had no problem running. The same thing happened with Chicago in the NFL, and they had no problem running. So you don't always have to have a run game. You can still just pound it down someone's throat if it's a mindset thing, and you have to commit to it. But, guys, you, you kind of touched on it a little bit there with uh, the idea of the leader of men and the idea of what Barry was. And Paul, by all accounts, you've seen it come out on social, has the hearts of so many people. But is there something to the idea that – you can be a great coordinator, but not a great coach. I know Paul had Jimmy, some success for a little bit. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, you you, you watch his <laughs> you watch his post game. You, you we watch we watch this guy. We I, I I the other night, Friday night, I'm I'm listening to local news and I'm listening to him. I'm like I'm going to lose listening to him right now. That is literally my impression sitting here as a fan i'm like uh, who nobody's yeah. busting through walls yeah but here, and also derek to that point it's like his post-game response was we got to play better <laughs> that's not acceptable we I, listen not play, you I own it you better myself. own it you got to own it it's what, accountability i gotta evaluate myself i gotta evaluate my staff i gotta evaluate my players we are going to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, you we, beat yourself whole, up in front of the media. Yeah, That's we, what you do there, as a head coach. There needs to be a lot more accountability than just we need to play better. We need, you know, the thing is like every gap's filled up, but we gotta we gotta beat the guy in front of us. That's not enough. We don't we don't have a, the quarterback. You know, we didn't bring anybody in to compete with the quarterback. We're not. I mean, there are so <laughs> many deficiencies here. I don't know where to start, but there's a lot more to be. Held accountable for so, than just we got to play better. Looking obviously hindsight's twenty twenty on some different things here, but you, you kind of tie it back to they brought in Graham Mertz, cowtailed to him, and moved out Jack Cohen, who was a winner, and it seemed like the locker room was lost a little bit on that. Heck, even back to Alex Hornibrook, there was some at times playing him over Jack Cohen again, yeah, right? Losing the locker yeah, room, no question, and mishandling yeah. those things, but yep. also. Rudy, I mean, maybe that was the coal in the canary 
uh, or the yeah, was it the the canary in the coal mine? Yeah, well, hold on. It's like the <laughs> idea that it's late. What are we late. doing here, poetry? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, but no, but wait, hold on. Canary Whoa. in the coal mine. That, like that's Whoa. the idea. You send it down there. I have no idea what the hell that means. You send it down there. If it doesn't but, come but out, there's Jimmy, some problems down there that you can't send people Jimmy, down not, there. So it's there's not, a, it's, a, it's, it's the not, indicator. Yeah. Go ahead, Tar. Yeah, but it's not. It, I don't think it's zero sum. Like it's not all or nothing. I think all those things contribute to what what's going on. But I, I do think I think Jack Cohn was a big issue, and 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 I do think that uh, you know not bringing in a competitive quarterback to um, Mertz is a problem, and I think it I think you know some way somehow it manifests itself in the way we we perform. So we there there's truth to what you're saying, but it's not all or nothing on that, but. Good points. Well, all, all I know is, is you know, and, and I know Bob Bostad is a great coach. Um, and he inherited four, you know, some maybe might be a five-star in there. I don't know. You, you know the stars, Jim. So, you know, there's a bunch of good old linemen in there. And when we have two yards rushing, let me tell you something. And I'm biased because Rudy is a friend, a former teammate, and he's the foundation and core of what this whole program was built on. And he walks. He walks to Virginia Tech. Yeah. Is is that so, a, is that yeah. a phone call you make? Is Joe Rudolph a phone call you make this off season? Uh, who, who, me? I don't make any phone no, calls. No, not you. Chris McIntosh. <laughs> you make phone calls. That's not true. No, don't, don't, don't act like you're not connected <laughs> no, there, Angler. You're not fooling anybody. Hey, hey Strove, Strove, the bottom line, is, I think on this deal, though, the, the calls you make, it's open. You're you're looking at everybody. You're looking at, you know, uh, um, Leipold. You're looking at Leipold. You're looking at Campbell at Iowa State. You're yep. looking at uh, uh, Fickle. At, at, at Cincinnati, Ooh, if you get paid, if you get afford- Urban Meyer, if, if he, I'll bring if, him up. Urban Meyer, no, 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 no I don't think so either. I'm just bringing him up. I don't think so either. But Jimmy, no. and back to Jimmy Leonard, you're looking at all these guys, and you're asking, I want, I want everyone's best resume, I want their best work, and I want to evaluate the situation. But you know, it, but you, no, you, you gotta, you gotta have hunger. You gotta have hunger. You gotta have hunger. Yeah, we, the, the guy at Washington State's from Wisconsin. Call his ass up. Stevens Point guy. <laughs> Stevens Point guy. In yeah, this you got to have Randall. hunger. Yeah. You got. You got. You got. You got to. You. This is a, a new age of college football, and these guys. I mean, put the women and kids to bed. You. I mean, I, I'm dead serious. You. You have to go after recruiting, and and with NIL and everything else. I mean, it's a different. Different platform, completely, obviously. Um, I, I just think whoever, you know, Jimmy, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that he wants the job. If, if Jimmy, if Jimmy, if Jimmy puts a, a plan forward, you know, when Barry came here, he had a he had a book, probably, you know, about three inches thick. That <laughs> Are you doing the dishes one. right now? Hold on, Derek. Are you doing the dishes? No, no, that was. No, that was my, no. That's Tark. Tark, are you I'm, doing I'm, the I'm, I'm smoking a cigar. What? Are you, what? No, <laughs> you, no, you no, need no. one. Yeah. All right, hold on, Strofe. But you know, Barry had a, a, <laughs> a three-inch book from day one, January one to you know whatever, December thirty-first, 
And it, it, it had from what, what he was doing on the day he got there to the, to the, the end of the year. I want to know what, what Jimmy Leonard, what that plan looks like. I do so. Every day. And, I, and if he has that, I believe in Jimmy. Jimmy's one of the best coaches in America. He'll, he'll be a great defensive coordinator for the rest of the time. He can coach for the Packers. He can coach for whatever professional team he wants to. But if you want to be a head coach, it, it, it demands other things, and he has to be willing to put that forward and sell us on that. And I think Mac is saying that. Hey, you're the interim coach. Tell us on why you want to be the head coach. And if you don't, we'll keep you as coordinator, and let's, let's go get somebody else. And the one thing that, 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 that we, we're not thinking about, it's all about the staff. What Jim Leonard can bring is the staff. All on the same page. Yeah. That's what, that's what Tarek and I were very fortunate to be a part of, you know, in, in the, the entire turnaround of our program in the early 90s with Coach Alvarez and his staff. Because he got, he knew, he knew what guys to bring on his staff, and and I believe that Jim can do that if he wants it. I I totally agree. Yeah. We'll have plenty of time to discuss it tomorrow on the Great Dane Huddle, driven no, by Metro no, 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 you just we nobody's closing this park. This, this I, park I, is closed I, in about I, one minute, boys. This park is closed. No, no, I got no, bad no, news no. for my you. Wife, my, park is closed. Hey, said, rumor has it. Rumor my has it. We got plenty of time to talk about this tomorrow. More time than usual to I, talk I, about this tomorrow. This is not acceptable. I got. I just opened a bottle of bourbon here. I can tell. Right, yeah, no, we can tell. Blends. Well, blends, now it's time. Dark is good stuff. Oh my god, I've lost control. I've lost control. Where's Rollins? Rollins is right here. You want me to seize control? Oh, you just bear, have to. Dude, I, don't, I don't know how you deal with these guys. The Bears suck. The Bears do suck. I agree with that. Taurus Solid, Derek Angler, appreciate the time. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We'll continue to react to the firing of Paul Chris next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. Time now for a special ESPN Wisconsin presentation. I had to make an incredibly difficult decision today for changing leadership of our football program. I feel like I can take this opportunity and help this place grow. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. The expectations of our program at Wisconsin are to win championships. And um, I felt that it was time, it was, it was the right time to make a, a change uh, to pursue those. That's Wisconsin Athletic Director Chris McIntosh earlier tonight following the firing of head coach Paul Christ of the Wisconsin football program. Eight years as the head coach, fired after five games of the 2022 season. There's no friendships around here. I mean, there obviously is, but I mean, after a two and three start with losses embarrassing losses to Washington State and Illinois at Camp Randall Stadium, not to mention. Yeah, you deserve to get axed. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. My name's Alex Strofe, alongside my buddy Jim Rutledge. We're live at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Um, there's a lot of advice out there on upping the value of your home. 
Windows can be a major upgrade if you go with Pella's innovative premium products and customer service, which are absolutely unmatched by anyone else. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, get this. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to four years. No money down, no payments, no interest for up to four years. Certain restrictions do apply. See showroom for details, and that expires at the end of the month on Halloween, October 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at pelletwi.com. Paul Christ, fired as the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Jim Rutledge, uh, we've been here for an hour. We've known the news for about four hours. Your reaction once again is? I would say disappointed overall. Not that they are firing Paul Chris, but that it got to this point. Yeah, I am surprised because I started to think after the Illinois game that maybe a long shot something could be done after the year. I didn't think it would happen in season. I'll be honest, when you sent that text to the group here, I figured Alex just got got on social. There's no way Rittenberg. that hap- happened. Blue check mark. Adam Rittenberg, who's been covering the Badgers forever, uh, and Big Ten, Big Ten excuse yeah. me, specifically, but he's been on Badger News for a very long time. He gets the breaking news there. But you look at Paul Christ, it's not shocking. So in 2017, they went 13-1. and uh, They won the Orange Bowl, I believe. And then they eight- were terrific that year. Then eight and five. Then they had a ten and four season. They go to the Rose Bowl, but then it's four and three, nine and four, and then obviously this year a disappointment. And so, it was a crappy nine and four last year. Yeah, like that, that that doesn't say as bad as they were. You should have had there was higher expectations no for doubt. that nine and fourth. Nine and four isn't nine wins isn't okay. Like ten is the number for Wisconsin. Sure, so man. he hasn't really uh, even if. There was a not a full season that COVID year. He's not hitting that ten win number. So if you look at it, three out of his last four years, he doesn't hit ten wins. So after that thirteen and one Orange Bowl season, the whole uh, program started to falter. And now looking back, hindsight being twenty twenty, less than shocking because this isn't a lose to Brett Bielema Illinois. This isn't this season sort of thing. There's definitely some things going on internally that we don't necessarily. I'm not nothing scandalous. Just more of. There is something about this program that Mac has seen that Paul's just kind of lost the room that he can't finish the year. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Twitter, at ESPN Madison, at ESPN Milwaukee, at Alex underscore Strofe, at Jim Rutledge is the way you can get at us on the Twitter machine. EP and Katie said, here's a question. Does UW have a dedicated NIL director and or department? I only ask that because the recruiting department is seriously lacking. There's two parts to that question, obviously. Uh, The dedicated NIL director and department is yes. That actually just launched about a month ago. Uh, They've got two people in that office strictly dedicated on name, image, likeness, and working with the Varsity Collective. That is UW's charitable name, image, likeness organization led by a bunch of alum. Uh, It's new. They're still trying to figure it out, but they do have two people within UW Athletics dedicated to name, image, likeness. Uh, The second part, though, EP and Katie, I only ask that because the recruiting department is seriously lacking. We've talked about it. These last couple classes for Paul Christ have actually been the best in Wisconsin football history, which is bananas to me because these the last two years have been a struggle. So, Tark, you hate stars? No, I'm a star. I was a stars guy. I'm still kind of a stars guy. But Tark, Solid, Derek Engler, who were on earlier, former Badgers, they used to ride me all the time when I hosted the show with them here in Madison. Uh, they're not stars guys. And look, all you have to do is look at like Miami. The Hurricanes have been recruiting stars forever. The stars don't match the program's mentality. And I'm not saying Wisconsin did that. I'm not saying Nepal did that. But for Wisconsin, the stars have to 
match the grit, what the program is trying to do. But, and I'm, I'm not saying this is a, a specific about Mertz, but the quarterback position is an example of where Paul Chris kind of lost the thread. That Alex Hornerbrook was the team, was the quarterback of the team that won the Orange Bowl. Something happened there where they kind of lost, you know, Alex lost the team in their injuries, maybe not the best leader. That goes to Jack Cohn. But then there was a weird back and forth with Jack and Alex, and the players didn't respond to that. And Paul didn't have a feel of that room that those that the team was behind Jack Cohen. Jack and Graham too. And then he still yes, then he still didn't have that feeling when Jack was out there being a typical Badger quarterback and making the right plays. But you had Graham. Now maybe the transfer portal starts playing into this. You have this highly recruited guy. Cohen gets hurt. Graham comes in. You kind of push Cohen out the door after that, not allowing for competition when you don't have anyone ready to compete. Now, uh, Chase Wolf is a nice player, not a, not a Big Ten quarterback. And, and then, now he's hurt. And then you have uh, Deacon Hill. He got an arm, but at this point, they're talking about trying to put him at tight end yeah, because and, of his size. So And Miles Burkett, the local kid from but, Franklin. Right, yeah. but, so, but even the last two years, so Miles just arrived. But right. this is a multi-year problem. They haven't had – so Chase and Deacon, two misses behind Graham. No transfer portal guys. Caesar Williams is the guy – I believe that's the name out – that was uh, went to USC. And uh, just another miss there from Oklahoma. And the Badgers, that's just one position, but that's how many times they missed – at one position, the running back position, even Braylon Allen's a godsend. Garendo and Ches Malusi and Ches being a transfer, they're not what the Badgers normally do. So there are example the the wide receiver room misses across, and these are all offensive positions. The wide receiver room. Yeah, I go back. And it's forth not on that backfield one. though. It's very young. It how wasn't, bad? How bad were they though? Right, because like Kendrick Pryor, Danny Davis, those are guys that made NFL rosters. But then they then then. It doesn't matter. They're both on Paul. Either Paul couldn't get them to perform at Wisconsin as their OC yeah. and as their head coach, or they weren't recruited right. But there's no backfill. My point being that those guys were here for forever, but there isn't a backfill. Of, they're all young players. We don't know what these guys are. But normally, when the program was running at its best, there were players ready to go who already had snaps, more meaningful snaps, sure. that were ready to step in. Yeah. The running back position, you had you had stars piling up in that backfield. Back to Monte Ball, oh, James yeah. White, uh, John Clay, uh, all of them basically Anthony all playing together. But yeah. all those guys playing together. Like, I mean, you had what? Gordon, Ball, and White all together. Yeah. And Clay was in that mix, too. That's all in one backfield within, you know, four years of each other. That's not this backfield. You have a stud in Braylon. And it, look, you go back to the Taylor years. You had the stud. Well, what happened to having three studs? I'm, so I'm there's a recruiting miss Allen. here. I'm confused by Braylon Allen, Jim. Hmm. Did we overhype him? No. He was trash yesterday. He got no blocking. Derek was on earlier. There was no – that line got no push. No, they didn't. You, got to, right. you have to open up the holes. He ran well against Ohio State. He did. You're bailing on Braylon Allen. Braylon I'm Allen not. I'm, one I'm just posing the question. Illinois. Just posing the question. No, it's a mentality thing. You have to run the football. And I, I said this earlier, and I, I know that what uh, Tarek's saying about stacking the box, but we saw it. I mean, the, the Patriots – they ran the football fine today. The the, <laughs> the uh, Packers should have had no threat of passing the ball, and the, the same thing happened. Chicago came, and yes, the Packers won those games, but you don't have to have a legitimate barely yeah. 
deep pass threat to really actually be worried uh, about running the football. You still can do it. If you can do it in the NFL, you can do it in college. It's a mindset. This offensive line is not beating the snot out of people like they used to. And that's part of the problem, too. Totally. But Graham's out there making terrible plays, and you're four in this program. Yeah. I, I don't think he's as bad as you you say he was. But he, he was bad yesterday. He, he hasn't bad yesterday. progressed. No, he hasn't. Not dramatically, at least. Maybe slightly, right? He's been better slightly, at making his reads. But again, but not, four years. That's on Paul Chris, quarterback totally, guru. To, totally. Graham is kind not of. I'm going to disagree with and that And this at is all. unfair to Graham, but at the same time, Graham Mertz is the face of why did Paul Chris fail at Wisconsin? You have this four-star caliber quarterback who you ran off your senior leader to put him in position and he got no better incrementally incrementally better over four years that is bupkis that's garbage that's not what you get out of a guy in paul christ who's supposed to be an offensive guru that graham merch is the poster child graham should be out there slinging the football at least looking as good as scott tolzine and i'm still begging for joel stavi to come back He's Jim Rutledge. I'm Alex Strope. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. That was awesome. Well said, Jim. That was that was really Sorry, good. I'm mad now. It's, no, you're okay. I'm that up, was, I'm angry. I went from tired. Now I'm just angry. No, that was that was that was awesome. Really, really good stuff there from Jim Rutledge. I'm Alex Strope. It is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Your way into the show is 844-770-3776. I know the phone lines have been lighting up. We've had the guest. It's time to uh, Jim. We always say you and I are international superstars, yeah, right? Like we're yeah. we're known worldwide. People love us across the globe. They call uh, you Mister Worldwide, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a lot like Pitbull. Uh, we get a can. Canada now, Winnipeg to be exact. It's where the Clinkster is. Clinkster, my man. You're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. What you got? Hey guys, how are you doing tonight? Uh, we're okay. How are you? Uh, doing okay. So I'm just going to lay out a few points, uh, and you guys can kind of weigh in as when I'm going through them or when I'm done. Uh, first of all, it's sad to see that Chris was let go. Wisconsin guy through and through, lot of success, good coach. It kind of feels like a Mike McCarthy firing. Things just seemed, I think things just got, kind of got stale. Um, nothing was just, it just got, I would say dull, but it just seemed like things were missing, and I'm not sure exactly where to pinpoint all that stuff with the offense. Um, I think nowadays, I know Wisconsin's RBU and, you know, superior offensive line play, but I think nowadays in college you need to have a dynamic quarterback. You look at schools like Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma, Alabama in the past, you know, 10 years, great quarterback play. And something was missing so far, I think, with Graham Mertz that he just hasn't developed as well as we thought he would. That being said, I think you need to bring a coach in who can be a quarterback or offensive mind. And this is probably be a, a bit of a reach. But I think if you go down to Alabama and get Bill O'Brien, that's probably a thought. Oh, anyway, it's I'll a thought. It's a thought, Glinkster. It's a hell of a thought. Uh, look, <laughs> I know college football and NFL are not direct parallels, uh, but what Bill O'Brien did to the Houston Texans means he should uh, he should never be a head coach again. Those are just my two cents. But it's an interesting thought. Those are bad two cents. Uh, like he'll be a college football coach again, Bill uh, well, if he wants if to. If we're going to go for Bill O'Brien, if we're going to go for failed NFL head coaches, let's go get Urban Meyer. And I'm not even kidding. Right? Like, I asked it. Tongue in cheek, a little bit earlier to Tarek and Derek. I do. I would hate it if Wisconsin hired Urban Meyer. But if we're going after failed wait, wait, why, NFL why, head coaches, why would you hate it? Um, because I don't like the person, and I think Wisconsin always has a, a precedent that they're going to have a good person in charge. Right? The university. Uh, the university. Yes. Okay. Um, you would. Are you disagreeing with that? No, I'm just saying that. 
play devil's advocate here. Chris McIntosh You're said, good at doing that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, McIntosh says it's about winning championships. He did say that. Nobody cares about the Big Ten championships. Like, I'm over it. You want to win championships. That's not what people mean when you say championships, Chris. I understand the players care about the idea of winning Big Ten championships. That's the first step. Yeah. But if you actually care about winning championships, you call Urban Meyer because he won at Ohio State, and he won at Florida, and he won at Utah, and he won at, at Jacksonville, uh, Bowling Green. Yeah. Is this is this the NFL, or no, are we playing in Madison, Wisconsin? Uh, Bill O'Brien, I wouldn't hire. He did turn around in a, a Penn State program that was obviously a nightmare. That's correct. Wisconsin's nowhere near that nightmare. But uh, I don't want Bill O'Brien here. It's not a bad thought though from the Clinkster. Urban Meyer is like they're not going. It's not going to do it. Like Mac. Well, I will say this: I didn't think Mac was going to fire Paul Christ. I didn't either. But the boosters are upset. The donors, I think that's probably what they prefer to be called. The donors are upset. They yeah. want things to change. They want to win again. And you know what? Uh, nobody's thrown out there yet. I don't know. The the man who ate Brett Bielema, who coaches Illinois now, waddled onto the W and beat the Badgers. Bring him back? I don't want him back. I don't think he's that good of a coach. We heard. Is he better than Paul Crest? No. He okay. Brett Bielema, I'll say this. I, I'm just surprised nobody's called for it. Brett Bielema needed Paul Chris to be great, and I think Paul no, Chris not yesterday didn't. That's not great. Illinois is not going to be great. So, beating the Badgers by 24 points in their home field that's isn't great. That's a Wisconsin problem. Okay, fair. But, I mean, Chris McIntosh finishes the race. right. So Brett Bielema can be okay without Paul Chris, but when Paul Chris left this team, Bielema ball. For those who remember, yeah. was garbage. Good point. The team went to one Big Ten title game. That team, I think, uh, was third place in the Big Ten West that year, or in the Big Ten. At that point, it wasn't the West, but they were behind Ohio State and Penn State. Both of them were suspended. Right. So you got the consolation prize of being in third place in your own division going to the Big Ten championship game. Well, you know, very well undeserved there for Brett Bielema. So my point being, Brett ain't it because we heard Brett Nortman. You know what Brett was doing here when he was Wisconsin? Sitting down with Barry every Thursday and they'd hash out the game plan. That's what Brad Nortman said earlier. Yeah. So Barry Alvarez isn't coming through that door, so I don't want Brett Bielema trying to fit through that door. So no. Trying to fit through I it. don't want Brett Bielema Call here. Call him Chubby Jim. Look, Chubby was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm saying that we can do better than Brett Bielema. I'll take Leonard oh, totally. or Lance Leipold. Totally. But I'm just surprised people haven't thrown it out there. Well said. He's Jim Rutledge. I'm Alex Strofe. It's ESPN Wisconsin College. Game day, 844-770-3776. What do you make of the firing? What was your initial reaction? Fill us in on, uh, we're theorizing. If you've got a name for us, we'd love to hear it on who you think should be the next head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. That number again, 844-770-3776. We roll on. It's ESPN Wisconsin College. Game day. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. Breaking news on ESPN Madison is presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. tasked with making difficult decisions about the future and of the direction of this program and I felt at this point in time that a change was needed. I met with Coach Chris this morning. We had a long meeting. We talked about it and um, we agreed to move on with this change and this decision. 
Baby, bye, bye, bye is what Wisconsin football fans are saying to head coach Paul Christ after eight years of service. Dunzo, see you later, Paul Christ. It is over after a two and three start to the 2022 season. Athletic director Chris McIntosh, and only his second year as the athletic director, makes the biggest decision of his young career, firing the head football coach after eight years. That's Paul Christ uh, out as the UW head coach. Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator, will take over as the interim head coach, effective immediately. Chris McIntosh did say earlier tonight that they would do a thorough search. He owes it to the university to do a thorough search for their next head coach when the time is right. Of course, that means after the season is when that will happen. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. My name is Alex Strofe alongside Jim Rutledge, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Taking your reaction as well, 844-770-3776 is your way in. 414, there's two names out there, Jim. I just want a thumbs up or a thumbs down. The first name will be a mega thumbs down, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Scott Frost. Why? Cut my thumbs off. <laughs> good, good answer. Sean Payton, former Saints head coach. I mean, why not Bill Belichick then? I mean, like, Sean Payton's not coming here, so I mean, I get it, but like, let's let's kind of like, hey, we're theorizing, man. We've got the we've got the metal hats on, the tinfoil hats on. We're just we're theorizing. We're trying to figure it out, right? This is this is a stage we've never really been in as, as Wisconsin football fans. Lance Leipold left UW Whitewater, one hundred nine and six. Uh, he was fifty-three and three in conference, six national championships in eight seasons at Buffalo. Nobody wins at Buffalo. It's true. And he finished thirty-seven and thirty-three. Nobody wins at Kansas, and I believe he's already above five hundred at Kansas. The man wins. They're undefeated right now. College game day going to Lawrence this week. Yeah, the man knows how to win football games. I could see him in Nebraska. So there's also like an opportunity cost here that if you don't go after Lance Leipold. Uh, he could end up coaching Nebraska. He's got ties to that university or that state as well. He coached uh, at a lower level there. Now he is 58 years old. He doesn't. He's got high energy. I mean, Nick, you don't have to be young to be successful. I know Zena D is right. There are a lot of young, successful coaches out there. But I mean, the most successful coach out there is Nick Saban. And if you have he's that, old. right? And I know it's <laughs> Alabama. But if you have that energy and that that fire and that desire, and I'm not I'm not saying Paul didn't, but. Uh, if you have that, it can carry over at any age. I, I, long story short, Lance Leipold's your pick. If you had to pick right no, now, I'm today. Not gonna, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying that I'm fine if it's Leipold. I think it'll be Jim Leonard. I do too. But I would be fine. Like Leipold would not be a second choice in my opinion. It is one A and one B. I think they both would be good coaches. I think Jim Leonard is a very thoughtful and honest with himself person. And I think this is his dream job, and I think he would do great at it. But I do think that we all just assume that everyone wants these jobs. It is incredibly time-consuming, and I just – Jim Leonard's not a, a BSer. He's When he says his family is the most important thing, I think he's really going to be thoughtful and examine, is this what I want right now? Is this what my family wants right now? Because we saw him do that in Green Bay. Most people would assume that someone would happily go from the University of Wisconsin D coordinator to get that pay and prestige hike to be the D coordinator for the Green Bay Packers in a heartbeat. No kidding. And he turned it down. Yeah. So I, I understand he didn't turn it down because he thought Paul Chris was losing his job. Brad Nortman, who was on with us earlier, referenced that. I don't think Jim Leonard thought this was coming. I don't think Jim Leonard was involved in this. I think Mac did this on his own and then went to Jim Leonard. 
So Jim Leonard's still wrapping his brain around all this, and I'm sure he's had it in the back of his mind, but I don't think Jim Leonard thought he was taking over now. Maybe it was in five years. Maybe it was head coach and waiting sort of thing. We talked about that a yeah, few weeks ago. We did. Now, they got in trouble when they did it with Brett, and they couldn't do it again, but you could have done some stuff kind of behind the scenes. Uh, so, I, again, I think it's Jim Leonard's job to turn down. I totally agree with you, and I will say this. I think for when we look at the university and the recruiting, right, they don't spend a lot of money in recruiting, but what they do is, is they have been successful, at least in terms of stars, the last couple of years in recruiting. The turnover would be really bad if you go outside, right? Even if it is a guy like Lance Leipold, all those guys that committed to play for Paul Christ and Jim Leonard then may have some reservations, may want to turn away, may want to, want to change their mind on uh, their commitment. I think Jim Leonard helps a ton if he becomes the head coach of this program and you get rid of the interim tech. And I agree with you on all that, but again, going back to the Badgers' heyday most recently with Bielema and Paul as the OC, yeah. that was not a, a, a bag full of stars, highly ranked program. It was a lot of three-star guys who ascended, and then you sprinkle in a Melvin Gordon, Josh Oglesby, Nick Toon. But it was Jared – you know who made this program is guys like Jim Leonard. And Mark totally. Tauscher and totally. Jared Abaderis, they need more of those. In-state cats. Yeah. Yes, in-state walk-ons. And that's a big part of it. We haven't seen a lot of it. I'm not saying you can't build a program on that. But, again, we I went over it earlier. The offense, when you're an offensive-minded coach, and that's your specialty, and that is leaps and bounds over the last few years. This year, you know, defense is spotty, too. The big problem with the team, not only – with the results, but stars or not, these guys aren't producing. Yeah. And so nobody outside of Braylon Allen on that offense, I think, is living up to his stars. Except yesterday. Here's the part. That's not Braylon's fault. You, you can't have the career that Braylon Allen had and put that game on him. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> everything else he's done, that's the Badgers' offensive line problem. Because it's called poking the bear, by right. the way. Yeah. Chris Borland, now I hate to be this guy because this is Tarek and Derek. That's a three-star guy. I mean, there's you could list off all these players. James White, three stars. But, think, Jay, but like guys like Jonathan Taylor, right? Like There's exceptions to the rule, absolutely. Yeah, lots. Joe Thomas, right? Like There's a lot of guys that were highly recruited. Here, but yeah, those are. I'm not saying you don't get those guys, but, but my point being what Wisconsin has been good at is finding those guys that fit the Wisconsin culture and I'm not saying these other guys don't, but something's not connecting from the stars to performance on the field. And Miami, all you have to do is look at Miami. They got all the stars you want. They stink. So there's, there's some sort of connection lost here. And you need to, you need the stars don't matter. The coaches need to know who the best players are to get them here. The stars are for you and I. The coaches need to know who fits this program, who fits what this team is trying to run, and then – that you know, the, then that that's will be a successful program. Jim just dropped a really interesting word that I want to dive into next. He used the word culture. I want to know what Wisconsin's culture is as it stands right now. We kind of know, but now there's a firing midseason. We don't see this ever at the University of Wisconsin. I want to get into the word culture. C U L T U R E is how you spell that for those of you at home. Uh, I'm a genius, English guy. Uh, culture. We're going to talk about culture next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Culture. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. Braylon Allen here for Iron Jock Performance Gear and Apparel. You know why Iron Jock says it's what's inside? It's the technology. Four-way stretch, fit, and feel. 
the science that is built into the fabric. This isn't any ordinary clothing that you wear five times and the fabric breaks down. Iron Jock is tested and proven to kill 99.9% .9 of the bacteria for the lifetime of the gear. It'll feel as new after 75 washes as it did the day you got it. Get yours at ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com. Hey Madison, it's Dan Andrews from Simden Chevrolet in Mount Horb. By now you know that you're only minutes away from a better buying experience at Simden Chevrolet in Mount Horb. But what is a better buying experience? It's a car buying experience that is custom to what you want and need. We can be your trusted expert or we can be hands off until you're ready to purchase. If you're in the market for a new or new to you Chevy truck or SUV, make the short drive to Simden Chevrolet in Mount Horb and see the difference a better buying experience can make. Palm trees and 80 degrees. Celebrate Christmas in Miami at the Miami Green Bay game. At the Draft House in Verona, Red Mouse and Cross Plains, Morgan's and Cross Plains, or Village Green in Middleton. And receive an entry with a purchase of Miller Lite or Vizzy during Green Bay games. One lucky winner will be selected on Monday, November 28th, live on Rutledge and Hamilton. It's that simple. Just buy a Miller Lite or Vizzy during Green Bay games and you'll receive an entry to head to Miami. Must be 21 years or older to participate. Celebrations Entertainment is now hiring. Fun, outgoing part-timers to be casino party dealers. Photo booth attendants, audio and video technicians, and even DJs are needed to staff our amazing evening and weekend events. You sign up for events when you are available, and the pay is above average. We'd love to have you join the team at Celebrations. Please start the process of joining our team today at CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com. Jim Rutledge here for Canopy Wealth Management. Badger tradition has you jump around every Saturday. At Canopy, they also carry a long-standing tradition, working in the best interest of their clients every single day. They're rooted in the community, which is why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. And because they're a fiduciary, they strive to work in the best interest of their clients, providing you with the tools and resources you need to achieve your goals. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. Breaking news on ESPN Madison is presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. Wisconsin College Game Day, a special Sunday night edition. Sunday night football's over, and we're still here. That's how hard we work on ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Alex Strofe alongside maybe the hardest working man in the business, Jim Rutledge. Rutledge, you're on one today, man. You, you, we were talking <laughs> in the break, and you said, it's so far past my damn bedtime, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. 
It's, uh, I'm not necessarily in bed at this time, but I've definitely like shut it down by this point. <laughs> maybe I'm playing some Madden or maybe I'm probably falling asleep on the couch <laughs> watching NFL prime time. Prime time. But I'm going to be up tomorrow morning at 5.45 to be in the studio with WISC-TV. Oh, humble brag. Yes. Humble brag. And it's great. It is great. But I literally will get all you know, get up at five forty five and be on for three minutes. But I mean Are you I'll, doing that from your house or from No, here? I'm going not here, I'm going to their studio. Oh, it's in person this far. time. Yeah, yeah. I used to way back, you know, pre uh pandemic, but I get to call back to the uh the studio there. So I have one request. Yes. Somehow work my name into your head. I'll do my best. No, guarantee it for me. I look, I work so hard for you, Jim. I, I feel like you owe me that. I look it's just early, and I don't want to like try to like work your name in there and then make a mistake. So that's kind of more. You could just like you, yeah. You could just like mention I, I boots I on the ground. I have. Some, I parked by a Leonard. Like, there's so many ways you could work me in. I'm just, I'm just asking. Honestly, I love me some you know, I know you love you some you, and I'll just say, hey, I'm, you know, thanks for having me. I'm very uh, tired. I was up last night on ESPN Wisconsin doing the. Post game reaction to Paul Christ uh, with uh, Alex Stroff. Yeah, there we go. See, it's oh, that yeah. easy. It's that easy. Hey, uh, Chris McIntosh talking about culture. No, Jim Leonard, excuse me, talking about culture. Says the guy that was literally in the room when it happened. Uh, Jim Leonard talking about taking over as the head coach and the culture. You know, I really became who I am at the University of Wisconsin and in this football program and, and around you know so many people that that are still here today so to have an opportunity to to be in this position is not one that I take lightly and and, and very excited for so that's a new head coach interim head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers Jim Leonard earlier tonight uh, he didn't drop the keyword but I want to get into that keyword that keyword is culture c-u-l-t-u-r-e uh, what does that mean? Because I, I always hear it tossed around. Jim, I know you do too. Yep. When it comes to the University of Wisconsin, especially their football program, culture, 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 from head coach to head coach to recruiting. Uh, from decades ago, I talked to Gary Ellerson last night who started playing at Wisconsin in 1981, and I talked to Brad Nortman today who played as soon as like eight years ago at the University of Wisconsin. Right? Culture is amongst all these guys. There's a brotherhood that Derek Angler mentioned when we talked to him earlier. What is the culture of Wisconsin football, and is it shifting with this move? The culture of Wisconsin football is Jim Leonard, honestly. It is a walk-on who is, what did they, they like to say, tough, gritty, smart, yeah. over, uh, what, under-promising, over-delivering. Back to that Stars thing. They shouldn't care about that. They're just trying to get the guys who can come in here and play Badger football, yeah. whether that's walk-ons, whether that's skill position guys. They need to fit people that fit this program. And culture is different than scheme. And again, we had Brad Nortman on earlier. I'm sure this will be up uh, in our varsity section, Wisconsin on demand, or wherever it is you like to listen to podcasts. But he said it there that there's the scheme and then there's culture. And I think right now, what Jim Leonard can fix, and not in one game, but during this year, is whatever has died with this program as far as the spark. Or to borrow from Lafleur, that uh, warm urine. That, that was, you love that. Well, it was ice cold on uh, Saturday, <laughs> sure so was. especially after halftime. So there is a quick fix here, I think, from Leonard of reminding these players. But this is where I get back, like what Wisconsin football is. But this is where I get back to the stars have to match what's being done on the field, and are these players buying in to what has made Wisconsin football great? And that goes to your quarterback is one of your leaders, totally. But it goes to everyone out there. Are they buying in to what Bostad is selling? Because he is a get-in-your-face kind of guy. Totally. Are they buying in 
to Coach Johnson, who's never coached running backs before, being your running back coach? Are they buying into all these things? When I said Jim Leonard, if he takes his job, one of the things he has to do is he might have to fire friends. Clean house, yeah. Not defensively. No. Most likely. No. But, uh, I mean, a lot of there's been a lot of internal talk or speculation that uh, Herring's only around because he was friends with Paul, that he's not really sought after as a coach or thought highly of as a coach. So there are a lot of these coaches here that were around for relationships with Paul, including Ingram. And I don't, I don't know who's good or not. I know that Jim Leonard will examine it because there's the other part of it. There's the culture, and that comes from the coaches yep. to the players, but that comes in recruiting. Yep. But then the other part of it is scheme. And I think a scheme is an important part of this because if they can find a scheme that is more modern, we talked about this earlier in the year, what Ohio State runs is what a lot of NFL teams run. What I don't care, and I know Chris Orr talked about you know, the Wisconsin quarterbacks run NFL-type offenses. No, they don't. They try to. They don't do it. They don't execute it. They just run NFL offenses poorly here with Graham Mertz as their quarterback, and for a while now. I don't care if the coach is on the sideline telling the quarterback what to call and the quarterback might struggle in the NFL if they look like what Ohio State is putting out there. Or it doesn't even have to be Ohio State. There's plenty of schools that have lesser talent that are going out there running simpler offenses with the power run game. You don't have to abandon that. Just run Ohio State's offense. Make it simpler. Make it easier, more approachable. They don't have to have a guy be in the system for three years before he's capable of starting. So there's a lot to fix. But I think Jim Leonard can start with the culture. And he needs to weed out the guys who don't fit the culture. And that's portal, in and out. Maybe totally. those guys they missed in recruiting they can bring in. But if some of these guys want to go, then Jim's got to say, you're going. Because I think Mac's going to say, the culture's wrong here. So if we, have an, if we have a year where this year we eke into the Bulls and next year we win eight, if that sets us up to bring in the guys that we want here, the Borlands of the world, the David Gilreys of the world, uh, the Melvin Gordons, James White, Monte Balls, uh, the Gabe Kareemis and John Moffitts and all those players, if those guys come back who are NFL players, who were talented, all Big Ten players, who weren't, didn't always have the stars, if they come back, that's a better program. You're spot on. You nailed it. He's Jim Rutledge. I'm Alex Strofe. It's a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day reacting to the firing of Paul Christ after eight seasons at the University of Wisconsin. Athletic Director Chris McIntosh uh, announced earlier today that defensive coordinator Jim Leonard, now the interim head coach, and, and Jim, to your point, man, I, I think he is absolutely the guy for this job. And, and I talked about the recruiting aspect of it, but he is as Wisconsin as it gets. Like He is the epitome of Wisconsin football. This is the guy you want running the program. This is the guy you want sitting in living rooms with moms and dads uh, of these recruits saying, yes, they're going to come play for me, and they're going to be damn good because of it, right? I, I absolutely believe Jim Leonard's the guy for this job. He might not be able to prove it this year, though, is what worries me, right? And to your point, those guys are all around. Paul Christ was the only one let go today. What do we know about Bobby Ingram? We don't know squat through five games about the new offensive coordinator, Bobby Ingram. We're going to learn more because, obviously, Leonard's a defensive guy. Ingram's going to be in charge of play calling that offense now. We're going to learn what he is now, and that's something I'm also very intrigued by. A lot of these players and a lot of these coaches can call us a fresh start, whether it's deserved or not. So even Graham Mertz, he can say, hey, you know, now we got a new coach in here and it was the play, you know, you're not going to say it was Paul, but you can tell yourself it was Paul. It does allow a fresh start here. Jim Leonard has a very easy job. The team just has to look like it cares more than it has the last yeah. few games. Really, for most of the season, the team has looked flat and uninspiring. So that part should be easy for Leonard, and then he's got a hard job this offseason. 
to figure out who can stay and who who can do it and who can't do it. That's a tougher job, but he's he's more than capable. And again, this isn't Paul Chris did a great job at Wisconsin, and we're not he trying did. to ride him out. But when you have a basketball coach, I mean, I'm sorry, when you have a football coach who can dunk a basketball like Jim Leonard, you got to hire him. I agree. That's swag, man. You need some swag in this building. You, I mean, you you, he's about 39 years old. You said, yeah, like that's a young guy. You need you need some life. He's got he's got that. He doesn't have Barry Alvarez's size. Not that Barry's this big, super tall guy, but he has Alvarez sort Aura? of. He owns the room. When he walks in, he's he's a shorter. He's not a tall guy and a physically imposing guy as far as height. When he walks in, like that's the man. That's who I'm following. It is a unsaid, uns, you know, unspoken sort of leadership immediately. But he can do it. The difference is Paul seemed to always be. Quiet, yeah, and look boring in press conferences. That's part of the job, and like I, I don't know for sure, but when your head coach seems like having to do the the basics of his job is like the worst thing ever. How is he in a room? And I don't know the answer on that, but how is he in recruiting? How is he in the non football things? It goes back to the idea of okay, are you a head coach and can you run a football program, or are you Brad Childress or Norv Turner, guys in the NFL that? We're good coordinators and had some success in the NFL, but we're not great. Co- it always ran out. They always ran out yeah, of time. Ran out of gas. And that's why too, I think yeah. those fit because yeah, you come in and you're smart, but you run out of gas. And I, I, that's not what Leonard is. I think Leonard's more of a great football coach and leader of men. And Paul may have just ran out of gas here because he didn't want to do all the recruiting and all of the fundraising and all of the dinners and all of the press conferences. Yeah. He wanted to coach football. Yeah, he did. He did. And, right. and maybe that's just – you can't do that anymore. I don't think you can. It's it's so complex these days, right? It, it's just so complex. And Brad Norman put it best earlier, and you can find the full show wherever you get your podcast. Just look up ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brad Norman, so much it has rapidly changed, even since when Brad Norman played less than 10 years ago at the University of Wisconsin. I wanted to read this, Jim, yep. before we get to our final break. Braylon Allen on Twitter earlier tonight said, anyone who wanted Coach Chris gone isn't a part of this team. Not good. Not great, Jim. No, that's an emotional player. That, again, that speaks to who Paul Christ is. Derek Engler, Tark Salas said it, Brad Norman Everyone said it. Everyone loved him. He's a great man. And I don't want to make this some sort of tragedy because like, he's, he's almost a great man to a fault. It's almost, it actually bothers me that Chris <laughs> McIntosh says that we owe him 19-5, but Chris, Paul Christ took a significantly lower number. Give Paul Christ his money. He's, you made the mistake of signing him. It's not Paul's fault. Pay him his money. It's not forget he got a raise this offseason. Right. Too. Good. Yeah. But for Paul's sake, that's the kind of guy he is. That the Badgers should owe him nineteen million, and he's not nine million. Yeah. But that's who Paul Chris that's is. Who he he's, is. He's a great guy. This whole thing sucks, but I think it had to be done. I, I did too. Yeah. The time was interesting. The timing of it was interesting, but it was a decision that had to be made. He's Jim Rutledge. I'm Alex Strofe. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Where do we go from here? The transfer portal significantly worries me. Like, I'm really worried about where, where this team goes following the firing of Paul Christ. We'll wrap up our special coverage right after this. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. Breaking news on ESPN Madison is presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. 
program to do a, a full search when the time is right. That topic, though, is um, not today's priority. Today's priority was to take care of the kids in this program. And from you know here on forward, the priority is this week to beat Northwestern and uh, to do everything we can for the program. But you know that's as far as my thoughts have gotten. There you go. A full search will be done for the next head coach of the University of Wisconsin following this season. But in the meantime, it's Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator, the interim head coach of the 2-3 and three Wisconsin Badgers, as Paul Christ fired today as the head coach of the University of Wisconsin. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Alex Strofe, Jim Rutledge with you. Jimmy, you look like you got something on your mind. So as we see here in Madison, NBC 15's got the quote up from Braylon Allen. Anyone that wanted Paul Christ gone isn't a part of this team. I don't think that's external. I think there's broken parts within this team that Leonard's yeah. going to have to fix. I think there, like we can pull uh, Graham Mertz comments because again he just he said some stuff after the game that almost kind of presented as Paul Christ is them and we are us. Let's play that. Let's play that. I know what you're referring to. I think shit. I mean, coach said it. He hit the nail on the head during halftime. You got it. You got to draw the line in the sand at some point. Like, like, what are you going to do about it? Um, and I, I think that the line's been drawn and, and gone through it about ten times now. So we got we got to do something different as captains on this team, and and we will. So we got to we got to attack it, attack it head on. The line's been drawn about ten times, and we've gone through it. That doesn't. That feels like a guy who is maybe not buying in with his coach. Like, is there a disconnect? I'll be fully honest, and I'm not the the person that Braylon Allen is, but I'd be infuriated if I'm like, look, I'm just trying to get to the NFL. I carried us far last year. I just need you to not turn the ball over. I could see it was not a hard sell for me to see that there could be a split in this locker room offensively of guys who still are buying into Paul. Like, yeah. Braylon Allen and someone who's having success and someone who might instead of looking inward and say this is my fault that I haven't lived up to expectations here at Wisconsin and then turns outward and says this is Paul's fault why I haven't lived up to expectations at Wisconsin I guarantee there's players within that locker room who some say Paul's a good guy but he's why I'm not successful As a, and again that goes back to not a Wisconsin guy and the Wisconsin guys like Braylon Allen say if I ran for negative two yards, that's my fault. That's not Paul's fault. And I think they need more guys like Braylon Allen who say, if we're not winning, this is my fault, not the coach's fault. And I think Leonard, again, can fix some of that this year. But I think the other part, of, and by, I think if I'm Jim Leonard, I come in there and say, I don't care you're with Paul, without Paul, what your personality or what your reputation is, it's all out the window now for the offensive side of the ball. We're just going to try to win some football games. And if you're not with me, we're out. Yeah. And that includes, look, play Miles Burkett. I don't care. <laughs> you're a goofball. I'm might, not a goofball. Might as well try some. I mean, it's a, it's a lost season at this point, right? Like, I, I they might still make a bowl game, but it's going to be what? The Las Vegas Bowl? Duke's Mayo Bowl? That's still around? I mean, like, come on. They're making a crappy bowl game if they're making one. Uh, big thanks to our producers tonight. Max Meyerson on the Milwaukee side of thing, and Hunter Vaughn with us here in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Uh, Hunter always with us on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, our normal time, which is on Saturdays. Hunter, you were off yesterday, though, because you were at the game. Sadly, I was at that game. You were at the final Paul Chris game. I mean, that's worth something, right? Uh, you texted me during that game, Hunter. Do I have your permission to read your text on the air? 
Yeah, I don't think I swore in it. So. No, you didn't. You're okay. Here you go. I'm so done. I'm not sure I can defend Chris or this program anymore. This is so pathetic. I'm not buying any tickets for this program until things change. No gear either, and we'll leave the rest off. Um, because it does get a little dicey after that. But nonetheless, yeah. that's what you said yesterday. 24 hours later, how are you feeling? I feel a lot better about Macintosh because that you was. You showed us cojones. Yes, because I was so worried about next Saturday going on the pregame show and making a comment about saying, students, don't go to this game. People, don't buy tickets. Don't give this football program any support or money until they're willing to make a change and improve this culture. They did it Culture, today. there's that magic word. They did it, and I'm I'm happy that McIntosh did it. My concern is that Jim Leonard, though, is just another Bielema, Paul Chris guy that can't get this team over the hump where everyone wants them to be of a playoff can, team. The question is, can anybody get them over the hump? Because the expectations are bananas, right? They're asinine. This is not an Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. We are not on that level. Wisconsin will never, well, maybe not never, but they're not on that All level right. and they won't be for a significant amount of time. We need to pause about this hump. Right now, the hump they need to get over is getting back to getting to the Big Ten championship game and winning at least 10 games a year in the regular season and then winning that bowl game to get to 11. That's the hump they need to get back to. Then we'll start worrying about more. So we can all talk about, and I don't, I can't stand Brett Bielema. We all talk about, oh, we need to get over the hump. We need that era. We need 2017 Badgers going to the Orange Bowl. Let's get there first, and then we'll worry about the hump. But again, back to Graham Mertz. He is a major part of the problem because he is the poster child for this. Graham Mertz, through so many this far this season, is basically the same guy he was in all of 2020. The passes are not that much different. Touchdown interception ratio is not that different. One to one, and the completion rate uh, is about the same. Like he's the same player he was two years ago. Like he's uh, last year he was an abomination. Now he's back to like capable, but like he's still a bottom tier Big Ten quarterback for a four star recruit. He's middle of the pack. There's some bad quarterbacks in the Big Ten, but I get what you're saying. I understand the frustration too because this is not a this should not be a middle of the pack program. This should not be a middle-of-the-pack program. it should not be a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. No, it shouldn't be. I agree with you. But like when you look back at the glory years they keep referring to, those were middle-of-the-pack quarterbacks, and they still you got know the what? job Miles Burkett, no, they were not middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Joel Stave was throwing uh, – he was winning a lot of games, but he was throwing 21 touchdowns. But, he, but it's not like and, he was in a Heisman conversation. Right, but he was throwing 21 touchdowns. to t- He was 2-1 to one on touchdowns interceptions. Scott Tolzien set the NCAA record for completion percentage. Dear God, I wish Scott Tolzien would walk through the door. Miles Burkett reminds me of a guy like Scott Tolzien. We just have to hold everyone accountable, and I hope it continues with the players, too. Go get this some wasn't rest. just Paul Chris' problem. Go get some rest. Jim Rutledge, appreciate the time tonight. It's been ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Paul Chris out as the UW head coach. Woof. Who saw this coming after a 34-10 beat down yesterday by Illinois? Big thanks to Jim Rutledge for joining me throughout the program tonight. Tarek Sala, Derek Angler, Brad Nortman, Max Meyerson, Ryan Wollersheim, and Hunter Vaughn for the help on the production side of things. I'm Alex Schroff. Paul Christ is out, and so are we.